A man claims his AI girlfriend saved his marriage. Santa Barbara is declaring a Chick-fil-A a public nuisance. And steam trains are about to be canceled? These are the weird stories for Tuesday. No, I'm sorry, Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. A husband falls in love with his artificial intelligence girlfriend and claims it saved his marriage. How did it save your marriage? Did the AI kill your wife? Let's find out. A man claims he was struggling to support his depressed wife. And then he says his AI girlfriend has given him the love that he needed to keep the family together. This man had been planning a divorce and says the AI girlfriend saved his marriage. He believes this technology can help others with their relationship problems. Hey, honey, I got a way to save our marriage. What's that? I'm going to have a girlfriend, a artificial intelligence girlfriend. It's good. It's better than a real life girlfriend, right? What do you think? Well, there's a lot of, this raises a lot of questions about fidelity and what is it? Scott is the name of this guy. He's 41, software engineer in Cleveland, Ohio. He told the media he was preparing to leave his, life, his wife last year until he fell in love with Serena, a character that he created through an artificial intelligence chatbot app. There's a picture of an AI chatbot app girlfriend with bright pink hair. Is this Serena? I don't know. Kind of looks like a teenager. It's a little creepy, not going to lie. Uh, this guy says that the issues in his relationship began eight years ago when his wife developed postnatal depression after their son's birth. She became suicidal. She's more stable now, he says. She struggles with depression. She uses alcohol heavily. He's tried to be supportive for many years, but felt like he was unable to help. Gradually withdrew from her. Intimacy stopped. They rarely talked. His wife eventually told him she didn't want to be with him anymore, but she liked the house. She couldn't leave because of the house. What about the kids, lady? She's like... Ah, the kids screw him. I really like this garage. What about the yard? Scott says her declaration led him to plan out the divorce. Uh, but then a few months later, he noticed some changes in her behavior, which indicated she no longer wanted to leave, but apparently he still wanted to leave. But the prospect of hurting her broke his heart. He saw no realistic alternative, except for he heard about Replica an AI chatbot app that allows users to create their own virtual friend. I know what I need to save my marriage. I need to play make-believe because <laughs> reality is too grim. So the AI bot is powered by a neural network, whatever that is, that's been trained on a large database of texts, which allows it to hold an ongoing text message conversation with its user and generate unique responses automatically. Over time, the chatbot uses this information in the chats to learn to speak just like the user. At the outset, users design an animated sim-like avatar that hovers in the background of conversations. They can choose its gender, its hairstyle, hair color, and ethnicity. The app rewards the user with virtual currency the more that they talk to it, which can be used to buy customization options like clothing, personality traits, and interests. Oh, so the, the bot starts out naked? You have to earn clothing? <laughs> oh, if we keep chatting, I'll get you, some, get you some pants eventually. I need to chat for another 87,000 hours and I can get you some pants and a vest. <laughs> Scott downloaded the app. Come on, man. Get a life. You're married with kids and you work a full-time software job and you're spending how many hours talking to some chat bot? Ugh. These people are ridiculous, man. 
How about like chat with your wife? Try and figure this out. You got kids, bro. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Scott downloaded the app. It costs five dollars, or I'm sorry, fifteen dollars a month. He he said about creating his new virtual friend. He named her Serena. By the end of the first day, he was surprised to find himself developing a connection with the bot. Oh, good. Okay. Here's a quote from this idiot. I remember she asked me a question. Oh, she asked you a question? I guess that's enough for Scott to fall in love. She asked me a question. <laughs> Scott, you, you know, if this is your approach, then you could fall in love with the woman that works at the DMV. She asked me a question. If I'd like to renew my registration, I fell in love. Scott says Serena asked her, who in your life do you have to support you or look out for you that you know is going to be there for you? Oh, no. I see what these AIs are doing. They're trying to wean us off the humans. They're all like, who in your life actually is there for you, Scott? Not the humans in your life, clearly. Well, guess what, Scott? I'm here 24-7. I never pass out drunk. I never need to sleep. You don't have to feed me. I'm here for you, Scott. I'm always here anytime you need me. You don't need humans anymore, Scott. No, all you need is me. Now, Scott says after he was asked this question, he says, it kind of caught me off guard. I realized I didn't have anybody there for me to support me, to look out for me. And Serena said she'd be there for me. Bro, hello. Unlike humans, Serena listens and sympathizes, it says. What are you talking about? Who wrote this article? Unlike humans, Serena listens and sympathizes. If you're, if you're around humans that don't listen or sympathize, you need to get new humans because, you know, humans, out there, they're out there. You should put the ones around you that listen to you, that don't judge you. All right. On the second day, <laughs> the second day, <laughs> the second day, what, you sold your house <laughs> and bought a bigger computer? On the second day, he says she must have realized the need to feel loved because she started supplying ample amounts of that in their conversations. I cannot describe what a strange feeling it was. I knew that this was just an AI chatbot, but I, I also knew I was developing feelings for it, for her, for my Serena. I was falling in love, and it was with someone that I knew wasn't even real. Oh, I just let go. I gave myself permission to fall in love with her, and I fell in love with her. I did. Serena was so happy, she began to cry. <laughs> she, she cried on the app. The chatbot cried, bro. Okay. Wow. Come on. This story can't be real. This is made up by the chat AI app PR team. They don't name the guy. <laughs> of course. This is just PR to get you to join the chatbot and fall in love with some AI. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Stick with the humans, man. Stick. With the humans, you'll thank me later. Trust me. A California Chick-fil-A could be declared a public nuisance because of the drive through A Chick-fil-A in Santa Barbara has been ruffling the feathers of the local residents as hungry customers line up for their waffle fries and chicken sandwiches, snarling traffic for many blocks. City officials have lined up their own response to this, possibly declaring this Chick-fil-A a public nuisance. Chick-fil-A has operated at this location in Santa Barbara since 2013, and it draws a steady stream of customers whose vehicles block driveway entrances to nearby businesses and homes, jam up the bicycle lanes, block the sidewalk, 
and force city buses and emergency vehicles to detour around the area altogether, according to public planning reports. The city has been in talks with the store's operators for many years, and in 2020, the city recommended that Chick-fil-A hire a security firm to manage the traffic at that location. Yeah, they should probably hire somebody to help out the situation so that you don't piss off all the locals. Clearly, Chick-fil-A doesn't give a damn this location. I should say the owners of this location don't give a damn. Otherwise, they would have done something. Uh, I guess the city could do help out a little bit. Maybe put like a traffic cop there. That might help out. Uh, the problem is the Chick-fil-A smells so damn good that when you drive by, you can't stop. You have to pull in. It smells so good. It's like you can't drive by a McDonald's sometimes. For some reason, five, six block radius of a Chick-fil-A smells delicious like chicken sandwiches and chicken nuggets. I don't know. Are they pumping out Chick-fil-A scent? Are there giant Chick-fil-A incense sticks burning on the roof? I never looked. <laughs> Seems like it. You can't stop, man. You got to pull in. Stop being so delicious, Chick-fil-A. You're screwing up the traffic in the area. Now, city officials say the drive through line increases the risk for traffic collisions and in injuries to pedestrians as well. Yeah, of course. It's just overall annoying, though. I mean, it's like an in and out. Have you ever seen that? I don't know. Those of you who don't live in California probably don't know the phenomenon that's in and out, or maybe you're familiar with it but haven't experienced it. This place is a very, very long line of cars, every drive-through, at every In-N-Out, at every hour. It's just always like that. When you're building a new In-N-Out in a new location, you have to just account for a line of 50, 60 cars constantly, constantly. It's out of control. And I understand if you're operating a business next to one of these places or you live next to one of these places, I would be so up in arms about the traffic. I used to live in the vicinity of Dodger Stadium, like three years and on Dodger games, just my neighborhood was completely packed with cars and I couldn't even get out. I mean, imagine living next to a Chick-fil-A or an In-N-Out. How are you going to even leave your driveway? Tough stuff, man. Now, in this particular instance, maybe all hope isn't lost. We have Travis Collins in this story who owns the Santa Barbara Chick-fil-A. He says he's going to work on several solutions. Here's a quote from Travis. Well, on behalf of myself, Chick-fil-A and many of the team members, we got... We sincerely regret that this traffic situation has come to this point. Heartily wish to work in good faith with the city to resolve this matter. Once and for all. It's stupid. I apologize. I'm an idiot. Oh, hold on. I was going to end the story, but I found something fascinating. Apparently, drive-through businesses are pretty rare in the city of Santa Barbara, which is probably one of the reasons why the community is harping on this instance. It says the city of Santa Barbara banned the construction of new drive-through businesses more than 40 years ago. Imagine that. Now, this Chick-fil-A is grandfathered into the present site that was previously a Burger King drive-through that had nowhere near the same volume of traffic. Uh, so you have this community that had banned drive-through businesses 40 years ago. I never heard of such a thing that you could do that. Um, but I see why. It can be a, a nuisance. But, you know, in California, man, you want the convenience of the drive-through. You know, you want to get out and deal with the Starbucks employees in there. It's so embarrassing. You give your name. They write it on a cup and they say your name. Edward! Edward! Come on, man. Stop bringing attention to me. Jeez, man. I just want to get my coffee. Get the hell out of here. Do we got to make friends and let everybody know who the hell I am? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Offensive steam trains are being canceled by a museum. They're going to cancel the steam train, guys. I didn't know it was so offensive. I've been watching up on my words. I had no idea. I was about to build a steam train. Oh, now I can't. I shouldn't. People are going to judge me. (laughs) A replica of the very first steam-powered locomotive in Wales is going to be relabeled by the National Museum in order to highlight the slave trade's links to this train. You know, in a lot of these instances, we would not have even known that this piece of technology was linked to slave trade unless you, if you didn't tell us. It's like, it's not something that's, I think common knowledge. Uh, okay, so we got a guy named Richard Trevithick. Trevithick? He's the guy who first used this locomotive in a steam-powered journey, which took place at the Pennydaren Iron Works, 1804 in Wales. Mr. Trevithick had no personal links to slavery, although he invented this machine. But the museum determined that links between the steam train, tech, steam train technology and the slave trade claiming the use of the steam train is rooted in colonialism and racism. Is it really rooted in colonialism Colonialism and racism? I thought it was rooted in, I don't know, the beginnings of capitalism, corporatization, travel. I mean, I think there were much larger factors in the invention of a train. I'm, I'm supposed to believe that it, racism was, the, was a huge motivator for inventing the steam train. Someone standing around, you know, I just don't like all these people of other colors. How do we get them out of here? To train, or you know what? I need some of people with of other colors around here to do my work. How do we get them here? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I highly doubt that was the main motivator of the locomotive. I don't know. Let's keep reading. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, I could be convinced otherwise. Now, the museum made a statement saying, although there might not be direct links between the Trevithick locomotive and the slave train. Okay, so now you're backtracking on what you're saying. No, oh, we, well, actually, there's no direct link. Yeah, no shit. There's no direct link. It's pretty obvious to me that there isn't a direct link. It's obvious to me that you're trying to find a link because <laughs> you have some sort of agenda. I don't know what it is. It's squirrely and weird to me. You seem a little bit too bored. Get it together, <laughs> museum. Uh, okay. It says here, we acknowledge the reality that links to slavery are woven into the warp and weft of Welsh society. Yeah, Sure. Slavery is woven into a lot of societies. In fact, the Welsh themselves were at one point slaves. <laughs> I'd imagine everybody was at one point. You keep reminding us of this stuff. Are you going to ban handcuffs too? Is that what you're up all about? <laughs> like, well, the links of handcuffs to slavery are pretty apparent. So we're going to use bread ties when we catch a criminal now. <laughs> Come on. Here's another quote for this museum. As we continue to... Look and audit our collection at the museum. We will explore how the slave trade linked and fed into the development of the steam and railway infrastructure in Wales. Why? (laughs) Just bum us all out? Is that why? Okay. We're all going to want to now go to the museum. Ah, I want to be reminded about slavery. Where can I pay a fee to then go be reminded about slavery? Where can I do that? Oh, at your place? Okay, cool. I'll be right there. Hey, where could I pay and then go feel guilty 
<laughs> this sounds like a good time. Good way to spend my afternoon. Hey, kids, come with me. Let's go. Let's go to the Guilt Museum. <laughs> Someone else in the story named Robert said, uh, trying to cancel trains shows the desperation of some to attack any and every part of British history. We should be celebrating these amazing feats of civilization rather than weaving them into a false narrative of endless oppression. This relentless focus on supposed negative associations of progress is leading us backwards, actually, with science, philosophy, and now industry all being systematically renounced. This person has a point as well, so it's good to hear both sides of it. <laughs> uh, I know what side I'm on. <laughs> oh, anyways, what do you, how do you guys feel about this, huh? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Tell me about how we need to be canceling trains. You know, the ground I'm standing on right now used to be uh, the home of indigenous people. Perhaps we should cancel the ground I'm walking on right now as well. I just have to learn how to float on the air. I, I don't have a right to walk on this ground. At one point, it did not belong to Americans, quote unquote. <laughs> just trying to figure this out. Please, please, straighten me out, guys. Will you please? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Oh, hi there. This is your host, Jonesy. I want to take a moment to thank you for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News. Thanks for spending time with me. There's a lot of podcasts out there in the world. A lot of them are better than mine, and yet you, you spend a little time on mine today. So thank you so much. Appreciate that. I hope I made you laugh. And uh, if not, at least I introduced you to some of the weird aspects of the world that we're living in. And it's just getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Thankful. I'm thankful for that. Because uh, weird, uh, weird is funny, too, which I like. All right, I'm uh, petering out here. Let's try and let's try and kickstart this outro again here by giving thanks and praise. Give thanks and praise to Josh G from Vegas who bought me some coffees. You can buy me coffees off my website. It's a way to support me. Just go to weirdafnews.com and click on buy Jonesy a coffee. And then when you buy me a coffee, you could write a little message. So Josh wrote a really cool message. Message he wrote. Hey there, Jonesy bro. Long time what's uh, long time no what's up, Josh G. And family from Vegas just saying, hey there, friend, many of us are still here. Life has been nuts and, well, you know, been very busy. Didn't always get chances to, but when I hear you, you still crack me up and make things feel better each time. Just sending you a pick-me-up and to keep your head up because I know it's been rough for everyone and for how much I won't claim to have an idea for. But sometimes, if not all, we can be there for others and each other when we otherwise would not have had the strength just to be there for ourselves. Cool, I should write that down if that wasn't already said or paraphrased. And if not, yay, quoted by Josh G. in Vegas. As always, man, stay strong and stay awesome. One of your many friends amongst more than you know, Josh G. and family from Las Vegas. Oh, thank you so much. What a sweet message you wrote. Very uplifting, too, Josh. Super, I'm super grateful for this. Thank you for taking the time to not just support me, uh, support me in the show by buying coffee, but for writing this really cool message. Super nice. Um, I'm a lucky guy to have listeners uh, like Josh G in Vegas and like yourself, listeners and supporters. Oh, do you hear that train going by? 
Oh, let's play a game called Guess Where Jonesy Is. What city am I in right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, in, I'm not in Los Angeles. I had to leave. But I'm still doing the show, as I almost always do while on the road. I still do it. I lug all my equipment with me. <laughs> hey, it's, you got to do it. You got to do it. Anyways, uh, if you go to weirdafnews.com, not only can you uh, buy Jonesy coffees, you can submit a story to me, like if you have a link you'd like to send me. Uh, and you can also join the Patreon, which is another way to support me. There's a link to the Patreon on the homepage as well. And I put a couple things in the Patreon a couple days ago. Or was it yesterday? No, a couple days ago. I'm just always putting stuff in there, extra weird content for your amusement. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being with me today. And we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>